In a suburban home where the smell of fresh coffee mingled with the distant hum of lawnmowers, George sat hunched over his laptop, a modern man enraptured by ancient history. His screen displayed an obscure forum, SPQR chat, where he didn't just read about the Roman Empire, he spoke to it. The centurion on the other end, Marcus Lucullus, had shared the wonders and woes of Roman warfare in a series of chats that were as cryptic as they were enthralling. Was it a hoax? Perhaps. But George was smitten, intoxicated by tales of testudos and triplex aces, strategies that made him feel like a modern-day Caesar. As George prepared to ask Marcus about the Battle of Cannae, a voice pierced to the silence. George, what on earth are you doing? His wife, Emily, stood at the doorway, eyes narrowing at the Latin inscriptions on his screen. Oh, Emily, I was just researching for a trivia night. You know, when in Rome, George stammered. You've been acting strange lately, George. Trivia nights don't usually involve secret online forms. What's going on? Caught in his web of Roman reverie, George knew he was at a crossroads. It was time to employ a Roman strategy of his own, the Fabian tactic, a strategy of avoiding pitched battles to wear down the enemy. Look, I've been exploring Roman history as a hobby. I find it fascinating, and it helps me unwind. Emily crossed her arms. So you have time to chat with a so-called Roman centurion? but no time to help with chores or plan our weekend getaways? Ah, the Fabian tactic had failed. Retreat was not an option. George realized he had to go on the offensive, just like at the Battle of Zama, where Scipio Africanus used cunning to defeat Hannibal. Emily, what if I told you that my conversations with Marcus Lucullus have been about more than just Roman history. They've been about strategy, strategies that I could use to improve our lives. Emily raised an eyebrow, intrigued yet skeptical. Go on. George leaned in, his voice tinged with excitement. You know how we've been struggling with the Johnsons next door, always trying to outdo us in everything from lawn care to Christmas decorations. Yes, the ceaseless competition. What about it? Well, Marcus taught me about the concept of divide and conquer. What if we invited them to a barbecue this weekend and showed them we're allies, not enemies? We could share lawn care tips and maybe even collaborate on the grandest Christmas display this town has ever seen. Emily looked surprised, her skepticism melting away. That's actually a brilliant idea. You're saying that your Roman escapades have practical applications. Exactly. And imagine the wisdom we could bring into our parenting, our decision-making, even our finances. Rome wasn't built in a day, and neither is a great marriage. Emily smiled, her eyes meeting George's in a gaze as timeless as Rome itself. All right, Julius Caesar, you've won me over. But remember, 
You're not conquering Gaul here. We're in this together, as allies. As Romans would say, Senatus Populusque Romanus. The Senate and the people of Rome. George grinned, feeling like he had just crossed the Rubicon. And this time, the Senate was on his side. Agreed, my love. And as the Romans also said, Veni, Vidi, Amavi, we came, we saw, we loved. And so in a home far removed from the ancient hills of Rome, George and Emily found a new strategy for life, a blend of ancient wisdom and modern love. No longer was Rome just a refuge for George. It was a stronghold for their marriage, a citadel of unity in a world of chaos. Ah, dear readers, let this tale be a testament to the enduring allure of Rome, a city that fell yet still stands tall in the imaginations of men and women alike. For in those ancient strategies, in those Byzantine forms and cryptic chats, lie the secrets not just of empires, but of hearts and homes that stand the test of time. Because sometimes, to conquer the battles of today, one must enlist the wisdom of yesterday. And isn't that the true essence of eternal Rome? A city not of stone, but of stories, not of emperors, but of everyday heroes in the arenas of their own lives. Veni, Vidi, Amavi, indeed.